0: Good morning. I'm Emily Reese and I'm a high anxiety person in general and so uh, with news of coronavirus and things I've definitely had to come up with strategies to manage my personal level of uh, stress and anxiety. And today we're going to speak with Trevor Johnson who is the Senior Director of Behavioral Health with Lutheran Social Service and we speak with an expert from LSS every Monday about daily living, and today it seems pretty fitting to be talking with Trevor. Good morning, Trevor.
1: Good morning, Emily. Thanks for this opportunity.
0: So glad to have you here. So Trevor, talk to us about the difference between stress, worry, and anxiety.
1: Sure. So stress is really that reaction to an external event, something that's happening now, a threat that's in our our world, in our environment. It could be a work deadline, could be a conflict with a friend, Or it could be something that's less common, like a natural disaster, Mm -hmm. a pandemic, other things going on. And at low levels, stress can actually be helpful in helping us focus attention, increase our motivation to take action on something. But if it's chronic uh, at really high levels, it can really be a drain for us. Worry is really the thoughts related to things that may happen. So kind of sitting there and thinking about what might be coming up, what might be, what could happen, what, mm-hmm. what bad thing may be out there. And then anxiety is a combination of things focused on that uh, kind of worry, future tense, and it's really the physical reaction to that worry, kind of that body. You know, you get uh, racing hard, other things, feelings of apprehension, dread about what might happen, mm-hmm. and, then, and that can be longer term what's really uh most important with any of these it's not not the terms per se but just being able to kind of have an awareness of where you are and check in with yourself about your current level of stress and anxiety mm-hmm. and learning some ways to respond to that that work for you
0: right and of course this all affects our own personal health right
1: yeah oh very much so since uh, stress and anxiety are are uh, linked to our our bodies and our mind uh, and being on high alert, this can really have an impact on our body's ability to fight infection, it can have our uh, ability to heal itself, and then in addition, if you think about it, when when we're having these times of stress, uh, worried thoughts, it can impact our ability to make decisions as well. Mm. And so, you know, at times like this, uh, we may do things that we wouldn't usually do, such as pave. $200 $200 for a bottle of hand sanitizer yeah. or get into an, an argument at the store over the last roll of toilet paper, things like that.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what can someone do when they're really worried about something such as uh, the coronavirus?
1: Sure. Yeah, I've got uh, kind of five five key things I like to, to focus on uh, with clients or, or with, with anybody who's out there looking to, to manage the, the stress, the anxiety of what's going on right now. One is to focus on what's in your control. Um, just kind of knowing what is within that, that sphere of influence, that area of control that, that you truly can have an impact on, such as the decisions on where you're going and you know what precautions you're taking, things like that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the second thing being finding activities that help you focus on something else. With those worried thoughts, it's easy to kind of get stuck on that that train of thoughts about what may happen. And so finding things to really help focus down, you know, could be anything. Uh, Could be from puzzles, could be apps on your phone, could be exercise. Mm -hmm. Some people really are drawn to meditation. Just something to help focus on other things in life. Mm -hmm. Uh, The third thing being setting limits about the information you consume in this day and age. There's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of emotion in the in the things that we see, whether it's on social media or other things. And mm-hmm. so really knowing what those trusted sources are and and having that factual information so that again, you can know what's in your control. Um, you know that that desire to have control in these situations can sometimes lead people to to find whatever they can. And there's so much misinformation about what may prevent coronavirus, COVID-19 and and all Mm -hmm. those things. So just making sure you set limits on how much time you're on, you know, Facebook, other social media sites at this point.
0: Sure.
1: You know, the, the, the one thing that that comes up that people think is counterintuitive is actually taking time in your day to worry. (laughs) So giving yourself a little bit of time, uh, because the reality is avoidance, um, doesn't make it go away. Right. It just kind of puts it off or sets it aside for the moment. So actually giving yourself a little bit of time to even take out a piece of paper and just write the things you're worried about down, kind of getting them out of your head. Mm-hmm. And then look at that list and think about, you know, if a friend had these thoughts or a friend was saying this to me, what would I say to them? And just kind of give yourself that, that perspective a little bit. And, that's, and that ties into the last piece is just access your supports. You know, mm-hmm. talk it out with a trusted friend, family member, um, you know, somebody in your life that, that you trust and you feel comfortable talking about uh, what your experience is right now and, and the things that you are worried about. And then anytime with any of this stuff, just remember that these are skills that you're building, that this is this is just like exercising your muscles. You get better and stronger the more you do these things and the more you use these tools to to manage that stress and anxiety.
0: I'm speaking now with Trevor Johnson from Lutheran Social Service. He's the Senior Director of Behavioral Health there, and we're talking about ways to manage anxiety and stress. And Trevor, uh, talk to me about how to connect with a mental health professional. That can be a really scary thing to do because you're trying to find someone that you're going to talk to a lot of personal things about. So it's kind of a daunting task.
1: Yeah. And, I, and the, the first thing I would say to anyone is, if you try and you find somebody who you don't have that connection with, um, that it doesn't work well, try again. Yeah. Uh, you know, finding a mental health professional and finding somebody that you can build that rapport with and have that, build that trust with and, mm-hmm. and feel comfortable is an important thing. And, you know, just like meeting anybody else in our life, sometimes things just don't click. Sure. So that would be that would be one piece uh, you know, we do have a, a number of mental health professionals in the field, and and they all have their own style and kind of their own approaches to things. And so that's a, that's a big piece. I think uh, there are a number of ways you can find that support, and especially if you find that, you know, you, that worry, that anxiety is getting in the way of daily tasks, you're having trouble focusing at work, mm-hmm. things like that, that can be a great time to reach out. You know, if um, if you are... Uh, employed at a place that has an employee assistance program, that can be a good first step yes. because they can connect you with someone, uh, maybe uh, you know cover the any any associated costs for a few visits with someone and you can build that from there otherwise uh, if you have health insurance, the health insurance companies actually have a list of providers and they can identify people in your area and you could even call out and just see introduce yourself, kind of get an idea over the phone of the uh, Kind of identify what you're looking for, mm-hmm. and they can help you connect with somebody that way.
0: And you at Lutheran Social Service, do you have telephone help that way?
1: So and yeah, and this time one of the one of the big things that's available now uh, is called telehealth, and so it's actually where you can connect over a secure video conference with oh. a therapist with a counselor. Because um, right now, thinking about going into an office and sitting in a waiting room and all hey, that, yeah. Yeah. you know, could may, may be stressful in and of itself and, and really create that anxiety of, oh, what am I putting myself into? So that's something we offer at LSS is that telehealth option. Uh, and a number of other providers are starting to really build that capacity right now. Sure. And so that may be an alternative way to connect with someone. It may seem a little odd, but some of us have done the, the various ways to do that, whether it's FaceTime or another Mm-hmm. And so I think people are becoming more comfortable with it, and it can actually be a really effective way to, to still meet with someone if you can't get to the office sure. or if, uh, if there's something getting in the way of that.
0: Sure. Trevor, anything else you'd like to share? You know, I uh, thank you very much
1: for, for talking about this timely topic and letting me, let me come on, Emily. I would just say to have people remember to focus on what's in your control Ease, in this times, ease, the, ease your mind in these times of worry. Find those distractions, those other things to focus on. And to remember to talk to a trusted person in your life if, uh, if things are getting bad or intense and to reach out to a mental health professional if you need to.
0: Trevor Johnson, Senior Director of Behavioral Health from Lutheran Social Service. What a pleasure to speak with you today, Trevor. I appreciate it. Thank you very much.